When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, living the dream on this incredible Sunday of NFL football. It is Hartman and Salam coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, Ephraim, we've done a lot of shows, but. <laughs> I don't even call this a show today. Basically, we're going to do, because if you're listening to us right now, that means you're probably not watching, right? Or maybe you're watching us. I don't know. Um, But we're watching the game that's going on right now, second half of the Rams Saints. And then the second half of our show will be the first half of the Chiefs Patriots game. So basically, we're just watching these games and talking out loud while we watch the games. And that is the best way to go to work. That is uh, that is what you call, when I say living the dream, I mean, we are literally living the dream today. Ephraim, here we are today. Two teams will emerge as the opponents in Super Bowl 53. We talked about this last week. Great matchups. Top two seeds in each conference. You know, all season long, you know, the Saints, the Rams, the Chiefs were in the conversation as the best team in the NFL. And then, of course, you got Tom Brady 
and the Patriots. Let's ca- catch up on what's going on right now. The Saints have just extended their lead at 20-10 to 10 in the third quarter. Saints dominated the first quarter of this game. I thought the Rams were lucky to only be down 13-0. The Rams, though, dominated the second quarter after the fake punts sort of got them ignited. And then the Rams get the opening kickoff of the second half, Ephraim. First play, a little Robert Woods inside handoff, loses four, two incomplete passes, and then they give the Saints the ball. So, you know, you, you think about a guy like Sean McVay, and he gets a lot of credit for being this offensive, you know, genius and everything else. And I really thought, well, maybe the Rams getting the ball first in the second half, we're going to see something dynamic and not happening. So where are we right now? What are you seeing in this game? Uh, I'm seeing the momentum shift, and it's up to the Rams right now the second possession of the first uh, second half to regain that momentum. They took it away from the Saints going into halftime, had a great opportunity to come out after half and, and, and do something with the ball and, and take the lead. They did not. And we saw the adjustments that the Saints made. Alvin Kamara has 10 catches, right? So they know that the Rams are having a problem covering him out of the backfield with the linebacker. So they're exploiting that. And what that did was it opened up the running game and opened up the lanes uh, for Ingram. So now the running backs are taking over this game for the Saints, and the Rams need to follow suit. All right, I do not understand what the Rams are doing. Now, yesterday we talked to Alex Marvez, and I said, Alex, uh, are we going to see a similar Ram team that we saw against Dallas when they set a playoff record 273 yards rushing? And he says, I don't see any other game plan for the Rams. Well, right now, the Rams have 40 yards rushing. Todd Gurley has three carries for four yards. He also has two drops, the only times he's been targeted. C.J. Anderson just carried the ball there. They have a third and two. Uh, he has eight carries for 33 yards. So uh, yesterday there was an article in Pro Football Talk about this being the greatest offensive line, run-blocking offensive line in the history of the NFL. I, I why would, are I they, would beg to differ I'm sure that. you would, but why aren't they running the ball more? I mean, I understand if you're down a couple of touchdowns, but what is going on here? Why aren't they doing what has been so successful for them ever since they added C.J. Anderson to this roster? Well, give credit to New Orleans and what they're doing defensively. Losing rankings, people thought that they wouldn't be stout against the run. They're keying in. When Todd Gurley is in the backfield, they're keying in on him. They're not going to let him uh, beat them. And, and and it's evident by the game plan. There's plenty of penetration whenever he's in the backfield. So when he's there, they're playing run all all uh, all together, and, and, and they're doing run blitzes, and they're keeping them off. What's happening now is C.J. Anderson is giving them a, a change of pace. C.J. Anderson is a big, bruising back who can get those extra yards after contact. Not that Todd Gurley can't. They're just different styles. C.J. Anderson is a big bowling ball. He's hard to get a hold of and hard to get down. All right. Uh, they're used a little play action there. So now the Rams are on the move. They're at midfield right now. Just cross midfield with the ball. Again, 2010 Saints, 622 to go in the third quarter. So we're going to continue to update you on this game. But I think that the Rams, uh, and they do have C.J. Anderson in there right now. I don't know if Gurley is 100%. Now, we assumed the girly was okay after last week. He had over 100 yards rushing, and we assume. But, I mean, he outside of his touchdown run, I mean, that is it for Todd Gurley. He dropped one pass, a slip through his hands, that turned into an interception for the Saints. 
and then he had another just drop uh, in the red zone. So he's something's not right with Todd Gurley in this game because this guy obviously has been the best offensive weapon in the league over the last couple of years. And I don't know if he's overhyped. I sort of heard speculation on the Rams broadcast about him being overhyped. But right now, he's not even in the game. Yeah, he's not overhyped. He's a dynamic running back. I mean, let's not get carried away. Well, no, over. I'm no, I overhyped in that that he was overhyped about being in an a- oh, NFC okay. championship. Okay, yeah. Game. Sometimes the games can get too big. Yeah, he's for, a little for, hyped up, overhyped I, I, that way. I get it, but we. I also want to give credit to the fans in New Orleans. It. I hated playing there. Okay, so my the acoustics four, there. What is? Oh my goodness, my first four years in the league. Right. We, uh, the Rams and I. I mean, the Saints. We were in. The, well, all of us. were right. in the Same division. Rams Saints. Uh, and the Falcons, and it, it just, it's just—it's difficult to play there. Even when they were bad, it was difficult to play there. Right. So, with the introduction of Drew Brees and Sean Payton, that place has been impossible to to look. I, I'll tell you a story. We're playing there, Atlanta Falcons. This is my second year, I believe, in the league. Right. Uh, we're playing there. They had we were right off a of kickoff, and our left tackle, our Pro Bowl left tackle. Uh, Bob Whitfield jumps off sides, right? So it's like, okay, well, we'll back up five yards. Next play, he jumps off sides again. Oh, okay, back up. He can't hear anything. Yeah. Bob has one eye. He's blind in his right eye. Wow. So he has to look across his body to look at the ball. Well, that doesn't give him a really jump start on the snap, does it? Right. So yeah. he was he was having trouble picking that up. All in all, there were three false starts by Bob in that game to start a drive. It's that difficult to hear. And once it happens one time, it's like 20,000 more people right. join in on it. And it, it makes it difficult to communicate. We saw that earlier in the first half with the Rams. Uh, Wentworth had to go all the way down to the center to hear what he was saying. I myself have played in a game like this when we played in the NFC Championship game in 1998 and we went to Minnesota, another place where it was extremely difficult to hear. And this is back when uh, they used to pump crowd noise in. They used right. to have speakers. Oh, yeah. And they used to pump crowd noise in. So that whole week, we didn't have a snap count at all. We didn't practice with a snap count whatsoever. And everything we did was on silent count. I'm talking about underneath the center, not just in shotgun, underneath the center silent count, everything. And in that game, we were so disciplined and so honed in on not uh, jumping off sides. We had three offsides penalties by the the Vikings because they were trying to time our silent count. That's what it takes to go into a place like this and beat the team. Well, uh, by the way, while we've been speaking here, the Rams did make a big play, 17-yard pass play to Brandon Cooks has moved the ball down to the 25-yard line of New Orleans. So, again, the Rams are down 10. Uh, you know what? And we you know, we went into this weekend with the idea that both of these games are very evenly matched. In other words, both are three-point spreads for the home team, which is an automatic. That's where you start with a point spread. Home field, three points, and then you move the line based on one team's better than the other. Neither one of these lines moved. In other words, basically what they're saying is, both of these games are a coin flip, and you do have the contrast of the quarterbacks when you have one side has that veteran quarterback been there, done that, versus a young quarterback who's never been in this situation one game away from getting your team to the Super Bowl. So we'll see if the Rams can can get a score here, give it back to a one-score game. If we do get into this fourth quarter and the Rams have the ball 
down three or whatever, and can Jared Goff on the road with that crowd just absolutely going nuts, can he put it together? So critical drive right now for the Rams. They're down to the 25-yard line. Yeah, I remember Ephraim back in the days at the Kingdom. Oh, my. I mean, the Raiders, when we – when I was working with the Raiders, we would go into Seattle. Was exactly what you're describing. We would we would actually have a practice field where we would pipe in the and of course we were in a residential neighborhood. Can you imagine where we'd have these huge speakers? You can't hear anything. There was no way to simulate uh, the level of the crowd noise. So right now, those Saints fans are going nuts. Jared Goff, by the way, on this drive, a perfect four for four, forty-seven yards. Sean McVay had really made the point because everyone kept looking at Goff. Over the last six games, has six touchdown passes, six interceptions. Is he up for this moment? And now they've got a reverse play that's mm. that's right on the, the goal one yard line. line. Down on the Reynolds one. down to the goal line. It was Great a nice play. call. Great play. Now All they're right. going fast. Now they're going fast to keep the, to stay ahead of the crowd and stay ahead of the defense. Uh, he was definitely. This, this, this is how they scored their their touchdown uh, in the first half. With, with Ty uh, they said he was down oh, one, fumbled. and Goff fumbles the snap. They hurry, and he fumbles the snap, falls on the ball. Now back to the three yard line. So they ran up to the line. The ball was on the one. Why didn't they review this play? I thought it was. No, he, he was might down. have been in the end zone. He was down, but he was on his back. When, when did his knee hit? They're well, looking at his right butt now. hit first. See? Boom. Not there yet. All right. Barely. You're there. right. Okay. So he, he was a little bit short. All right. So second and goal now at the three-yard line. We are now at the four-minute mark of the third quarter. And Rams just, down 10. Just an update. No Todd Gurley in the game. C.J. Anderson. Right. And let's give it to the bowling ball. I mean, this guy has been just a beast over the last three games, averaging 140 yards. And look at him just pile-driving. All the way down to the one, two-yard game. He admitted that he had actually put on some weight. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and But he said when he got out there, he didn't feel it. No. Like, he didn't feel the added weight. Uh, guy was cut by three different teams this year. Three different teams cut C.J. Anderson. He was kicking back on the couch. He said, I guess his wife was pregnant. He's got the... The, the husband pregnancy weight? Oh, it happens. Oh, we know. We all, we all been there. We've all been there. And about 20 pounds when my wife was uh, pregnant yeah. when our first son. Did I was you, like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. She's hungry, and you're like, I'm hungry too. All right, a little rollout pass, wide open. Touchdown, Rams. Higby. Higby, Higby. Uh, got the touchdown there. Perfect design. So the Rams answer back from the Saints touchdown. 3.06 to go in the third quarter. Uh, waiting on the extra point, but the Saints lead is now cut to twenty to sixteen. So looks looks like folks we're going to be going back and forth, back and forth. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Don't go anywhere. If you want to know what's going on with today's big games, keep it right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to—like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin, from Salam. We are watching, which you're not watching, but we're going to tell you what we're watching. It's called the NFC Championship Game. And the New Orleans Saints are leading the Rams 20-17. to We're counting down the final seconds of the third quarter. Saints have a third and seven at midfield. In fact, they are now on the sidelines. So we are going to the fourth quarter here, Ephraim. Saints with the ball at midfield, and you're getting a sense now. From this point on, if you're not putting points on the board, you're putting yourself in a precarious situation. Yeah, and for both teams, you got to go down and score. You right. Have you have to, to go down put and score. points on at this point. Uh, it, it seems like the offenses are warming up, really clicking now. Run game is going, uh, passing game going for the Rams. So now it's imperative. And on the flip side of that, the defenses they have to come up with a big stop. Just a huge third down for the Rams defense. They got to step up and they got to get the stop and get the ball back for their offense because they have regained some of that momentum with that last score. You know, when you get ready for these games, and I've I've always said in sports, people say the toughest loss is the Super Bowl. No, 
the, the toughest loss is mm. the conference championship yes. game because you've invested a lot just to get there. You know, it's one thing when you go out in the wild card. You, ne- you never really were there to begin with. But you've won in the playoffs to get to that point. You are invested. And if you come up short, it's the same thing with the Elite Eight in the NCAA basketball tournament. If you get to the Final Four, you made it. You're there. You're at the big show. You get to all the hoopla and everything else. Same thing with the Super Bowl. So let's go back to your rookie year. Falcons, Vikings, you guys are the underdogs. You're at Minnesota. Fourth quarter, you need to make a comeback. I, I yeah. When when you get into this game, now again, you were a rookie, so I think, you know, in some ways it was a different perspective. But if you've been in this league a few years and all you've ever dreamt about is getting to a Super Bowl, and I'm sure you had several teammates uh, in that category back in the day, how much in the preparation for the conference championship game are you thinking about Super Bowl? In other words, like, this is it. Like, we win this game, we're in the Super Bowl. How hard is it to get that out of your mind and just 100% focus on what you have to do in that game when you're that close? We didn't even think about the Super Bowl when we were preparing for uh, the NFC Championship. Think the Vikings were thinking about it? I can promise you they were thinking about it. Yeah. Because when we were in the game, right, they were selling Super Bowl packages mm. at Concourse B. Like they were literally announcing during the game mm-hmm. that go to Concourse B and buy uh, and, and, and register for your Super Bowl packages. Right. And, and all of this fanfare. They had newspapers printed up mm-hmm. saying the Vikings had already won the NFC Championship game and were going to the Super Bowl. So John Randall's telling you this during the game? He's like, like it was unbelievable. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, wow, I guess we don't even matter. Wow. How sweet must that win have been? Unbelievable. It was great. All right. Uh, Oh, Oh. almost intercepted. Almost intercepted by the Rams. So it is a fourth down for the Saints. So the first play of the fourth quarter, Breeze got away with one. Pass was late. Ooh, could have been a hold. But they didn't call anything. So they're at midfield. By the way, the Saints and the Rams. The Rams have already pulled off one fake punt. Uh, in this game for a first down. The Saints pulled one off last week against the Eagles. I don't think they're going to fake one right now, but they're at midfield, and the punt is off. So we were talking again how critical it is to get points. Fair catch for the Rams at their own 13-yard line. So the Rams have been trailing this entire game. They were lucky early on. Yes. They were down 3-0, their defense held. Then they had the interception, held them again, so, you know, it could be 14 nothing. They're down 6 nothing. Then they went down 13 nothing, and then they were forced to punt, and Johnny Hecker does what he does. He's really good at throwing the ball. They got a first down. They got a field goal at it and got themselves back into this game. So it's 2017 Saints over the Rams. Both these teams were very different teams down the stretch from the teams that faced off each other in midfield. Remember, the Rams were 8-0. Mm-hmm. The Saints were 7-1. and and everyone's talking about the passing games. and the, <clears throat> These are very different teams late in the season. Both Breeze and Goff's numbers 
dropped dramatically. They dropped down. Was that just because both teams started emphasizing the running game or what was going on there? Yeah, they did start to emphasize the running game. We saw that with C.J. Anderson the last three games he played in was tremendous. They featured him. He was a feature back. Right. And it just took the pressure off the quarterbacks. They could just run the ball. Gurley is on the sidelines right now. Gurley is on the sidelines. He is not in the game, folks. Three carries, four yards, two drops. So the league's best offensive player is a non-factor right now. I mean, it 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 literally, you know, the last few weeks. Woo, that is going down. A big sack right there for the Saints. Play action. They're Cameron doing a lot of play action. People don't understand. They always think that the guys like McVay are very elaborate in their in their schemes and everything else. The Rams are not that. Um, they don't you, have elaborate. You, you can't have a tight end blocking Cameron Jordan. No, that's that's. that's Higby, he caught a touchdown uh, earlier, but he's not going to be. Is that there. a horse collar? No, his, it's, it's not inside of the uh, – right. he just grabbed the back of the jersey. All right, no call there. All right, third and 15 now for the Eesh. Rams, and if they don't get a first down here, bad. <clears throat> the Saints are going to get good field position. Yeah, they're on the seven-yard line right now. And they are handing the ball off to C.J. Anderson, who runs through as many tackles as he can was and gets dude. back to the line of scrimmage. That was a ridiculous play. Well, I guess they didn't want to risk a pass, but they didn't gain anything on that. No. So the Rams are going to have to be uh, handing the ball back to the Saints in good position, 13-07 and counting uh, in this game. And again, I, I think a lot of people looking at this, Ephraim, from the standpoint of the Rams was and why everyone kept emphasizing the running game is the fact that, you know, Jared Goff really hasn't played all that well since that Kansas City game. You know, that Kansas mm-hmm. City game, he actually outdueled Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, and he has not been the same guy since. And a lot of people blame the absence of Cooper Cup. He lost his sort of his safety valve, you know, the guy that he felt comfortable with. There's a penalty flag. By the way, Hecker is going to be punting almost from the back of the end zone. And there's a penalty against the Saints for offside. How does that happen? Are you kidding me? Wow. That'll drive you nuts. How many times do you see an offside on a punt? <laughs> now, they still did not get the first down. Now, it was fourth and 16, but it does give Hecker a little more breathing room. Yeah, it does. Uh, instead of the back of the end zone, he's in the end zone. That's embarrassing. I'm offside on a punt. All right, the kick is off right now, and it is a boomer. Nice kick. All the way back to the own 38 yard. I, I think they ran into the kicker as well. So, uh, <laughs> wow. If depending on how they call this, if it's running into the kicker, that's five more yards. If it's no, there's a penalty against the Saints. Saints? No, wait, no. <clears throat> what was it? All right. Well, they're pointing the, the Saints. Well, it was definitely not roughing the kicker because he no. was blocked into him and he didn't go down. I think they call holding. Whatever. All right. Well, it was uh, it was declined. So the uh, the Saints will take over at their own thirty <clears> eight yard line. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're gonna yeah, look again. We're your eyes, right? You're listening to us. That means you're not watching. We are your eyes on both this game and the game that's coming up. We're gonna get more into that game, but right now let's find out what's trending because well, one Mister David Gascon been hanging out today how hi david flesh yes are you feeling uh, one way or the other on this game right now i like the rams really yeah i, th- I think they played well defensively in fact even though they're giving up 20 points they held the uh 
Saints with just two field goals, especially after that drop ball by Todd Gurley in the first quarter. I think they've held their own. Yeah, but they don't have a running game right now. Well, you could blame that on Todd Gurley, but <laughs> I mean, CJ. He has to be hurt. I mean, he's not even playing right now. Hey, he's a bit banged up. CJ Anderson's got 12 carries so far, 39 yards. And then, as you mentioned, Gurley, three carries, the four yards, and one TD. But the Saints, they really haven't been running the ball too much. No. Kamara's got seven carries for 12 yards. Mark Ingram's got seven carries for 39. And that's pretty much it. So. They need a takeaway. That's what I mean. Let's team. put it this way: these two teams combined for like like almost a thousand yards in their yeah. first matchup uh, tonight. They're gonna they're at about let's see here. The Rams are at two twenty eight. Yeah, under five hundred yards. What was the over under fifty seven in this thing? Fifty seven. It's so, thirty seven right now. Yeah, it closed at fifty six. So yeah. What did you think, Ephraim? Did you think we get anywhere near both these no. rematches were rematches of huge scoring right. games? I, yeah. No, I didn't think so at all. Yeah, I knew it was to be more of a, a a defensive game. You know, in the playoffs, the field gets shorter. You know, right. the field gets shorter, and so play calling changes a little bit. It's it's, it's not as wide open as it, it normally would be in regular season. Well, so far so good. If you're a Saints fan, this is how they got there. And now third ready, down and goal. Ready for set. Hill piles it in for the touchdown. He did not have a touchdown catch during the regular season, and now he's on the long list from Drew Brees. 15 different wide receivers have cut a touchdown pass off the fingertips of Drew Brees. Saints on Fox leading the Rams 20 to 17. Draft classes. Can you guess what draft class has the most receptions this year? TD receptions this year amongst the Saints? First round, second round, third round. Probably the sixth round. You're close. Steve, you want to guess? Well, if it's close, I'll say the fifth round. No. Seventh, seventh round. Uh, undrafted. Uh, oh, my. Undrafted. Wow. Nine different receivers have caught a touchdown pass from the Saints that are undrafted. Wow. And, that, and that's the greatness of Drew Brees. All right. Yep. That is correct. So, right now, the Saints do have the football inside Rams territory at the 42, and there's under 13 minutes to play in this contest. Later on today, you'll get the Chiefs and the New England Patriots kickoff times at 6.40 Eastern. Right now, guys, game time temperatures listed at 22 degrees. Bring your whiskey, bring your vodka, whatever it may be. It'll be a cold one. Anyways, back to Steve Hartman and E from Salam in just 10 seconds. But first, a word from our friends at Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harmony from Salam. Fourth quarter is yours. Take it away. Yeah, you had mentioned, uh, David, that they were in Ram territory. Not so much. There was a holding call, and it was a hold, on the Saints. So now first and 20 at their own 43-yard line. Breeze throws the ball incomplete. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more into car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, the Saints with Breeze and Peyton, Sean Peyton is his coach, are 5-0 and in home playoff games. Yes. Difficult to win there. Difficult to win there. Um, you know, you, you, you throw out all these numbers and, you know, again, that's stuff that's happened to Pats. It's not in the present. By the way, Breeze has only thrown for 190 yards in this game. And much like the Rams, they're trying to get their running game going. It's just not going 
anywhere. I tell you what, Adamakin Sue showed up. He's showing up today. Well, he showed up last week. He we, did. We said last week he finally showed up against the Cowboys. And there's Wade Phillips on the sidelines right now. Yeah, we've been, we've been sort of asking, where is Indomitian Sue? How how is he not dominating when the guy next to him, you know, has got 20 sacks on the season? When you're playing alongside the best defensive player in the league. All right, third and 17, 11-16 and counting in the game. Saints right now at their own 47-yard line. Five receivers set. Breeze is looking, looking, and throws. Oh, oh should up. have been intercepted. Oof. Really nowhere near his receiver. So that is fourth down. They're going to have to punt. So this is, you know, we were talking about having to put points on the board. Somebody's going to put some more points on the board, I get a sense. That ball was poorly oh, thrown. Oh, it should have been picked off. you got to catch that. He threw that way behind Tegan uh, Jr. There's a reason he's playing DB. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so here we go. 11.04 to go. Again, the winner is going to move on to Super Bowl 53. Wow. 53. 53. What number were you in? 33. 33. I was with you guys. I was, I was down there in Miami that week. I was down there in what Miami. What were you doing down in Miami that week, uh, man? Well, that was, I will say this. Of the 26 <laughs> Super Bowl weeks that I have covered over my career, Mm-hmm. That was the one week when I tell you I had more parties that week than any other week. I bet you ever, did. ever. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to the uh, Playboy party? I did not go to that Playboy party. I tell you, I'll tell you the ultimate party I went to is. You remember the uh, Rodney Pete and his wife? What was the name of the Maxim party? Yes. The first ever Maxim party was in New Orleans Super Bowl. And Rodney got me tickets, and I, I was like the first to arrive. It was the, <laughs> yeah, it was the, it. it was the first time I'd ever gone to New Orleans where I never once stepped foot on Bourbon Street because this Maxim party was it. My hands on balls. And I remember getting there, and the first thing I'm thinking is, if we're going to get alcohol, get it early. I mean, within the first hour, that place it was a huge place. I don't know, I don't even remember exactly where it was, but it was just gigantic. Um, P. Diddy was there. I, everybody was. I mean, everybody was there. One thing I do remember is all the ESPN guys, like Berman, all those guys. Yeah, yeah they had like this corner over there. And remember, this is a Maxim party. Yeah. So the Maxim Which girls, doesn't exist anymore. But. Right. Maxim girls were dressed in appropriate or inappropriate the way uh, Maxim attire. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and they seem to be all hovering over that ESPN group over there. Oh well, you know, yeah. yeah, Berman and company. I tell you what, as a player, mm. as a young player in that environment, yeah, fresh out of college, oh, I don't know how you do it. It was. Uh, what do you do? It was out of control. It is out of control. It was out of control. <clears throat> and obviously, for us, for an old player in that environment, because of the scandal that erupted the night before the Super Bowl. Well, people don't understand this about Ephraim. It wasn't just that you were a rookie. You were a young rookie. Yeah, I was 22. I was the youngest player ever to start in the Super Bowl at the time. How about that? So did you go oh, out? <laughs> Excuse me. Did you go out at all in Miami that week? Oh, we went out. <laughs> the thing, the funny thing is I rented a Hummer, mm-hmm. not the H2 because yeah. that wasn't around. I rented a real Hummer uh, when we were out there for that week leading up to the Super Bowl. And right. I took that thing down to, to 
Ocean Boulevard. Mm. Oh, there's just a fun way to get it in. Oh, I had my brother with me. I had Azakim from the Rams with me. I had Will Blackwell from the Saints with me. All of us went to San Diego State. We were all there. You weren't you weren't hanging out with your veteran safety, were you? No, 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 no. I, I which I I didn't understand that because uh, he could have just came to our room. And yeah, we kind of had it popping in there a little bit, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know that's for another type of program, right? This year's Super Bowl's in Atlanta. <clears throat> I was in Atlanta for the Super Bowl between the Rams and the Titans. And the city was in a deep freeze that year. That was the year after you guys were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It was 20, 20 degrees in yeah. Atlanta. It was The city was frozen. You couldn't travel. Black ice everywhere. All right. It is second and four for the Rams. Again, they are deep in their own territory. They keep handing the ball off to Robert Woods on these end of rounds, and they're not doing anything with it. It's just not working. So third and three – and we're now approaching the 10-minute mark to go in this game. So this is uh, it's getting to that point right now where you think, all right, maybe McVay, if he's got something up his sleeve, because both of these teams right now are running really conservative plays. We're not seeing a lot outside the box here. But you're, you're down with the Rams right now. I mean, <laughs> come on. The Super Bowl. Goff is running out to his widest wide receiver to say something, and he's trying to get the snap off, and no. that clock, oh, it said zero. No, they didn't get it all. Did they drop the flag? What happened? I don't see a flag. That'll be a flag. They didn't, or somebody called a timeout. All right. It, it looked like that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So Goff was in the shotgun. All called of a sudden, he ran all the way out to the widest wide receiver to say something. And there was a timeout called. So the the shock, I mean the shot clock, the uh, play clock was about to expire. That is. That's weird, right? That is really weird. But and one, because he wanted to say one thing specifically, and he's clapping his hands, snapping the ball. John All right. They called a timeout. But, that, but that's the noise. That's what happens. Right. That. Right. It's difficult. It's difficult to hear. It's difficult to communicate. And you're standing right – think about that. I'm an offensive lineman, and I'm standing right next to my guard. Right. And he's screaming, I can't hear anything. But also also on that play, it could have been the situation where, you know, we talk about hand signals, especially when you're talking about wide receivers, and the wide receiver's not looking. So you're golf-like, dude – and he can't hear you. Pay attention. All right, third and three. Goff is rolling right, trying to make a play. Throws down the field, and it's caught. Oh, oh, and he's gone. He's gone. He's right. running. He's now, gone. A big, big play for the Rams. That's Everett. Everett, the one he went out there to talk to. <laughs> that is incredible. So Everett was able to break free from the initial tackle. Goff did a great job. On the roll. Throw a perfect pass. <clears throat> Wow, look at this throw. Great job by Everett uncovering when his quarterback was in trouble. Jerry Goff put it right on the button. And Everett made the turn and up the field he went. So huge play for the Rams. We're inside nine minutes to go at the 45-yard line of the Saints. First and 10. Rams trailing in this one 20-17. All right. They're going to hand the ball off to the big man, C.J. Anderson. Todd Gurley is anchored to the bench. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're going to continue to take you through 
the very finish of this NFC Championship game. And then get you ready for the Chiefs and Patriots coming up next. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, we are, we're shaking our heads right now. Steve Harbin, Ephraim Salam. So the Rams, on third and goal, handed the ball to C.J. Anderson, who got inside the one-yard line. Not quite. I mean, it was a half a yard away, setting up fourth and goal with the Rams down by three. Now, based on everything that Sean McVay has done this year, I assumed they were going to go for it. But instead, they brought on the field goal team, took a intentional delay of game to move the ball back five yards, got the field goal, so we're now tied at 20, but you're handing the ball off to Drew Brees with 5.03 to go in the game in a tie game at home. Uh, and they're getting a, a return all the way out to the 30-yard line, so a good kickoff return on top of that by uh, Mr. Kamara. I, I, the defense has been playing well the second half, so they I, have. I mean, they've only given up you know seven points since the first quarter. So I, I think that's Sean McVay's reasoning. Our defense is playing well; they'll get us a stop and get us a ball back with about two minutes or so left in the game. So we'll see if that pays off, or if they've you know pretty much done touching the ball offensively in terms of the Rams. It doesn't get any better than this, folks. No, no, this is what you want. This is exactly a tie game with less than five minutes to go, and the winner is heading to the Super Bowl. This is like the ultimate if you're an NFL fan. So we're not going to get too fancy here. We're just going to pretty much give you an idea of what's going on. So the Saints will start on their own 30-yard line, 4.57 to go in the game. Five receivers set right now for Breeze. And, you know, he's going to try to maneuver, you know, five yards at a time, a little five-yard pass right there. This is Drew Breeze. At his absolute best. You know, we've been, I don't know. Now, did you make your picks on these games? Because I went with the yeah. old quarterbacks. I have Patriots and the Saints were my picks. I, I went with the Saints and Kansas City. And going with the Kansas So you went with the home teams there. Mm-hmm. All right, very, very good. Uh, obviously, last year, Brady was the first 40-year-old quarterback to start a Super Bowl. We have the potential of two 40-year-old quarterbacks. <laughs> this year, Brady's just turning 40 this week. Of course, Brady is 41 now. The geriatric All right, a uh, little uh, pass outside. That is short of the first down. So a pass to Ingram there comes up short. So it's going to be third and two. So this is so what we've been talking about. Clock's running right now. We're approaching the four-minute mark in the game. If the Rams can stop him here on fourth down, uh, third down, then obviously – uh, the Rams are going to be in a, a prime position. So this is what they were banking on by not going for it on that fourth and goal and instead going for the tying field goal. All right, so 346. Again, the clock is running right now, Big which, play. Are, Big which are the down. Saints is exactly what you want, but you still have to get the first down, third and two. All right, Breeze is going to look down the field. He's looking. Everyone's Nobody's covered. Nobody's open. Nobody's open. Oh, outlet out little... to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And this is why this kid is so good. 18 touchdowns this year for this kid after the great rookie year he had last year. 
so the Saints get a first down, 320. Again, the clock is still running. He stayed in bounds. This is this is why you have a veteran quarterback like Breeze. See that? You know what he does he so well? Not panic. <laughs> you know what he does better than any quarterback in the league? The shoulder fake. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people, people do, yep. you know, pump, you know, pump fake. No, no, he does a shoulder fake. And basically what happened there, he had Kamari in there blocking, but he was able to sort of turn toward him like, all right, get out on the pattern quickly. And he did. All right. So they are now at their. Oh, own. my Lord. Aaron Donald in the backfield. <laughs> that didn't work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, running. He is ridiculous. All right. Who's trying to block him? Well, all three of those people failed. Yeah, Aaron Donald so, just all, went through everybody. All three of them failed. I mean, you know that they're, they're focused on him. It still doesn't matter with Aaron Donald. He's just ridiculous. All right, so that was a loss of two on the play. So we are now at 220 and counting, and the clock has just been running here. There hasn't been any interruption in the clock. So after this play, we're going to hit the two-minute warning. Second down and twelve. And the Saints, again, looking to run clock, but they got to get a lot of yards before they're in field goal position. And Breeze is going for it all right now, and Ginn is open. How do you let him catch the ball? Ted Ginn Jr. just caught the ball. Well, it was strategically slightly underthrown. Yeah, but the D, look at the DB. He, look at the safety. Look at Joyner. He Joyner might, is going for the doing? interception, and the ball is caught by Ginn. Zero ball skills. All right, so now... The ball is definitely in field goal position. So, folks, what we're going to get at this point are the Saints. There's a timeout on the field with a two-minute warning. So, 158 to go in the game. That was, Saints with the first down, and now you're just going to milk the clock. That was ridiculous. My love our balls. The, uh, the ball was just in the air forever. Ever. Safety joiner came over, had plenty of opportunity to just go get the ball. Period. Well, he came up late. I mean, he, he was going for the ball. Just go but, get it. Attack it. Right. It's called ball skills. All right, what do you do if you're the Rams right now? What can you do? Nothing, because they're going to run the ball, kick the field goal. That's it. They got two timeouts. They're going to run the ball and kick the field goal. You could pull a Patriots. Let them score. By the way, the line on this game, three. Yeah. You Saints could, by three. You could kick the field. You, I mean, you could let them score. You could let them score right now and give yourself an opportunity to go back down and and, and tie the game up. All right, so we are uh, inside two minutes to go, and this NFC Championship game is tied. Plus, what's going to happen in the AFC Championship? Mahomes versus Brady. We're going to tell you coming up next. A crazy day is getting Woo! crazier by the second. All right, once again, Hartman and Salam coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 50 minutes could save you 50% or more on your car insurance at Geico. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. We assume by the time we came back on that this game was over. The Saints had the ball inside the Rams' 20-yard line. First down, inside two minutes to go, run three plays, run the clock down, kick the field goal, game over. Awful, That's not what happened. Awful play calling. They started the, the, the playoff on first down with the pass, incomplete. Right. Like, clock stops. Then the second play, they couldn't even get lined up for the play. They were forced to take a timeout for a delay of game. They then ran a play. Now they got away with one. I mean, the Rams just committed one of the most blatant pass interference calls I've ever seen that was missed on the third down play 
But again, incomplete. Again, stop the clock. You throw a you throw it on third down. So they handed the Rams uh, the ball back. The Saints got the field goal. So it's 23-20 Saints. But there's a minute 37 to go. The Rams are at their own 25-yard line, and they still have a timeout. The first down call, we were like, why are they passing the ball? It should have been three runs. Make them use both of their timeouts. And the Rams just got a big play. Huge play. Look at that. Reynolds, who's just killing them right now. Huge play. Goff with a really good throw right here to Reynolds. And right on the money. All the way down to the 44-yard line of the Rams. They're still in their own territory. Clock's running. Uh, they're not going to use their timeout here. That ball is overthrown. No, they're not going to call any penalty. No. If they don't call the penalty on the one we saw, <laughs> yeah. if you're just, again, listening to us, believe me, uh, they're going to replay that. If the Saints lose this game, oh, they're going to replay that play over and over again. Sean Payton was losing it. All right, so we are at a minute 12 to go. The Rams still have one timeout remaining. Which, of course, means if they get into a situation where you need to, you know, throw it into the middle of the field, take the timeout to set up a field goal that would tie it for Zerline. But the Rams aren't thinking tie. They want to win this game right now. All right, so second and 10, a minute 12 to go here, Ephraim. Goff's looking to pass, throws over the middle. Now the clock's going to run. He got a pass to Cooks for about seven yards there. So about third and three. All right, so it was seven-yard pass, third and three right now. They're in the 49-yard line of the Saints, just across the midfield. They're going to let the clock run, 53, and counting third down. And oh, get up, get Wo- up, go, go, go. Woods is wide open. Again, clock running. They are definitely in field, field goal, goal territory, 44. Now the clock stops. Who stopped the clock? Why would the Rams stop the clock? I don't understand I think the that. Saints maybe? Oh, if he would have hit him on stri- in stride. Right. Oh, my goodness. He would have yeah. been gone. Woods, that would have been a touchdown. Woods broke free, and there was nobody there. But oh, he lost hell. his feet, and he went down. All right, so. Good on him. He rolled for about four more extra yards. So that was a Rams timeout. The Rams used their timeout. So the Rams now are without timeouts. 44 seconds to play. So the Rams now put themselves in a precarious situation. I mean, obviously, you have plenty of time to run some plays, but you don't want to get too cute here and run the risk of running a play on the field that runs out the clock. So the Rams have a first down right now, and they are at the New Orleans 33-yard line. 23-20 Saints. This is an insane NFC Championship game. Oh, yeah, just a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. <laughs> Yeah, hey, guess what? Big. I've been in one of these games. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you have been in one of the great NFC Championship games ever. All right, they throw the ball over the middle, and again, no timeouts for the Rams. Second down, clock is running, 34-33. It's second and six. They're at the 30-yard line of the Saints. Clock running. Goff is looking to pass. Throws a sideline pass out of bounds. We'll stop the clock with 22 seconds left. All right, so now what? You're at the 30-yard line. That's a 47-yard field goal. That's hardly a gimme. They are still looking at this play that was not called. I mean, that is the most blatant miscall on a pass interference I have ever seen. Doesn't excuse the play calling by the Saints, by the way. No, they were trying to get bailed out, and they, the referees didn't bail them out. 
Wow. All right, so here we go. Third and six, 22 seconds left. Go. Big play, 22 seconds. Now remember, again, the Rams don't have a timeout. So if they come up short of the first down and they're in the field of play, the clock will be running. There's a quick pass, oh. and Woods won in, and the pass was out. It in would have been complete. a touchdown. He wow. ran a slant. Jared Goff thought he was running it out, and it would have been a touchdown. Nobody, It was no one in the middle of the field. Now, Zerline, who last year was a Pro Bowl kicker, but remember he got hurt at the what end of the What do I year. always say? Don't leave it up to the kicker. I said every week. Yeah. Here we go. I said every single week. 48 yard attempt. You def- of course you ice them. So right. Saints have time? two timeouts. They're using one right now. There's one. And they'll probably use the why would you use why not use the other one? I don't know if you can. Can you call two back to back timeouts? Why not? No, sure you can't. I don't. I don't. Can't you? No, you can't. You can't there, do that. Oh, the ice. They have a new icing rule. You can only do it once. Well, because I remember old Shanahan ice. did you it. Yeah, they wouldn't let you do it anymore. Remember Shanahan yeah, doing that? He wasn't and, Shanahan and, the guy that started all and this? And that crap? was the reason yeah. why they won't let you do it back to back two times. All right. So Greg Zerline, who has not been as good this year oh as he's been God. in the past, I don't even want to. You know, Greg what? the leg. I'm going to let yards. you talk. I'm yeah. going to take my headphones off, and yes. I'm just going to back away from the mic because I don't even want I, – I can't. I cannot with this. All right, 19 seconds to go in the game. It's very simple. A field goal here by Zerline ties the game. Most likely we will go to overtime. And uh, we're going to get ready right now. It's a 48-yard field goal attempt. The Superdome is going crazy. And the ball is up. And the kick – is good. Banged it right down the middle. Oh, my God. The that looked like it was completely going to miss. There was a little bit of a fishtail. Oh, no, it I, was a fishtail on that thing. I was like, oh, it's it's going right. That's clutch, man. That is Ooh, that is clutch. On Look the at road. that. Look, that is not in the upright. But he curled it in. And then it goes in. Gee whiz. And he had plenty of leg on that. Zerline just blasted that oh, ball. I mean, he God. blasted that. That would have been a 60-yarder. Easy. And, the, you know, the the funny thing is I'm always talking about kickers, right? Right, yep. But if you look at the 98 NFC Championship game, there it is. two of the greatest kickers to Gary ever Gary Anderson, kick. who had a perfect season that year for the two Vikings. perfect. He had can missed. Say, can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Yeah. They still have two, a timeout and 15 seconds left. This is Drew yes, they do. talking about. Well, okay. Well, I don't know what you want to do. Do you want to risk it? Why not? What well, you if you throw lose? an interception and they it, get the ball. They don't have anything to do. They got to throw a bomb. Why well, not I, risk it? What do you got to lose? Like you said. It, it, it depends on what happens on the – uh, Look, you're at your own 25-yard line. Well, I – you know. <laughs> Remember one thing about uh, overtime and playoff games. There's no 10-minute limit. You got to play you until play it's in, over, baby. Somebody got to win this one. You got to play until it's different over. Game, different game when you go overtime in a playoff game. All right, so Zerline's going to kick off. 15 seconds left. We are tied at 23. And, of course, it is our great misfortune to have to sit here and watch this game. I don't uh, know. Shame. It's shame that we're uh, getting paid to watch this game. Kamara is uh, returning the kick, making sure he doesn't fumble. Boy, if he would fumble that ball. Mm -hmm. He wasn't going to do that. He was running cautiously. Goofball. All right, eight seconds to go. Bobo wants to throw a bomb here is what he wants to do. Really? What are you going to do here? You're not going to do anything. You take a knee and go to overtime. So remember, 
the last time the Saints were in the NFC Championship game was against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And they won in overtime, 31-28. Remember late in that game, Brett Favre just having a Whoa. mind fart. That was that was Bounty Gate, remember? Oh, yeah. That was Bounty Gate. They were attacking. Mm. But he was never the same after that. No. I mean, he, he had had that incredible year for the Vikings that year. Yep. And you were like, as far as ever, it might have been one of his greatest years it ever. It was his greatest year ever. And then the next year, he went off the cliff. Well, you so, can't take, at that age, you can't take those type of hits, man. I mean, no. they literally were ugh, trying to separate his soul from his body. But remember, he had a chance to run for it. Yeah, he did. And he, and he decided he to throw it across, across his body, and it was a terrible pass intercepted. But I'll, I'll tell you this. All I, right, I've, so by the way, the Saints uh, took a knee. I, uh, we are in overtime. I've been in this game. Okay, and like I was saying, in terms of kickers, I'm always ranting and raving mm-hmm. uh, about don't put it in the hands of the kicker. '98 NFC Championship game, Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta Falcons, two of the greatest kickers to ever yes. play. Morton Anderson, Gary Anderson. Morton Anderson's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, very Gary few Anderson, kickers in the no, Hall of Fame. They were the top two leading scorers in the history of the game. And um, Gary Anderson was number one kicker in the world. Hadn't yep. missed a kick in two years and all this blah, 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 blah. Vikings came, were up seven. They put you up ten. Came down. No, we can't, it came down. We drove the field. Right. Tied it up. Yes. Went into overtime. But this is after he had missed. This is, no. He missed in overtime. He missed in overtime. I thought he had missed to would have would extend the lead to ten. He missed in overtime. Oh. Did we he miss twice? He missed one time. That's all it took. I thought it missed. I thought he missed in regulation. It, may, it would it have put have him up ten. It, it, it may. It may have. All I know is it came. No, down he had. To he it. had a kick where it would have put Minnesota up ten, and you guys would have been dead. And well, he missed. Well, and then pull he it died up. It. Then. Let's pull it up. All right. All right. By the way, we're going to do that while we take a little time out. All right. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I don't know why you would go anywhere. We're not. Overtime in the NFC Championship game coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Oh, snap! All right, Steve Hartman and Ephraim Salam. The Saints... Have turned the ball over. John Johnson just intercepted a pass after Breeze got hit as he was throwing the ball. And on first down, the Rams have picked up a first down. So they are now in New Orleans territory. And since the Saints had the ball first, the Rams win the game with a field goal. We'll pass to Higby right now. So the Los Angeles Rams... The L.A. Rams have not played in the Super Bowl since Super Bowl fourteen. The St. Louis Rams played in a couple of Super Bowls, but the L.A. Rams have only played in one Super Bowl, Super Bowl fourteen. But right now, oh, almost fumbled on the handoff. Oh, my C.J. Anderson got blasted. Where is Waldo, a.k.a. Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley is not playing, folks. He hasn't played pretty much the whole game, and wow. C.J. Anderson actually lost control of the ball, and he got hit just as he regained control. That would have been A split second earlier, that would have been a fumble. All right, so second and 13, they're a long way to go from uh, field goal range, but Zerline obviously feeling good, not the same kind of pressure that he felt before. They're at the 45-yard line of the Saints, and now timeout by the Rams. All right, so the Saints got the ball back. And they got a first down, and then Indomitian Sue wrapped up Mark Ingram, spun him around, and then Aaron Donald finished the job for a six-yard loss. So that put the Saints in the hole, and then Breeze was hanging on the ball, and he got hit right as he threw the ball, and John Johnson was able to intercept the ball for the Rams. This is just an incredible game, absolutely incredible game. Suddenly, the, the, they had the, the look of the depressed Ram players earlier in the game. Now it's all of a sudden the concern of the Saints players. Can you imagine if the Rams win this game? 
I am telling you right now. I see John Ramos has suddenly shown up. Aren't you here a little early, Ramos? Oh, he wants to watch the game. Oh, Goff almost got sacked, but he gets the pass off to Higby. And that is setting up a third down play. They still are not in field goal range. Oof. He was lucky to get that one off. Good job by Higby. They're at the 39-yard line. Would you, I get, would you attempt a 56-yard field goal? The thing about I mean, Zerline, he's got plenty of leg. That's not even a question. The problem is if you miss it, you're handing the Saints the ball in prime position. You, you, you gotta you gotta score points here. I mean, you gotta get a first down. That's important. You All gotta right. get a first down. Third and seven. Rams are at the 39-yard line of the Saints. This is it, really. So they throw the ball out incomplete. Incomplete pass. Goofy plays. All man. right, are you going to attempt a 56-yard field goal to win it? Hey, man, that's what they get paid for. All right, here he comes. So Zerline's going to come on. Again, if he misses, they're going to get the ball near midfield. They're going to get the ball near midfield. Here we go, man. Be the GOAT wow. or the hero. You pick. 57-yard field goal attempt. You want to be the GOAT or you want to be the hero? Essentially, they would be handing – if he misses, the Saints will be getting the ball at midfield. Can we listen into this? If we don't tell anybody, can we just throw to it? I'm giving you the play-by-play. I'm not even even supposed to be doing play-by-play. It's it's not the same. I'd love to throw to it out there. All right, so what are they doing? 57 – I'll put it – if you kick a 57-yard field goal to put a team in the Super Bowl, that's a hell of a kick. But again, earlier, if you missed it, Zerline, 48-yard field goal with 19 seconds left to send this game in overtime, and he blasted it. I mean, that thing would have been good another 20 yards. All right, here we go. 57-yard field goal to put the L.A. Rams in the Super Bowl. A lot of praying going on right now. There's a lot of people standing around right now. Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald got his eyes closed. And Dominican Sue can't watch. Hands facing hands. All right, here, here we, we go. go. Here we here go. Here we go. And no timeout's going to come down. The ball's down. The kick is up. And the kick is Oh, my is God. Good. He got it. He got it. it he got it. He the got Los it. Angeles the Los Angeles Rams are, are going Super Bowl. to the Super Bowl. That was as great a kick as you're ever going to see. 26 23 final in overtime over the New Orleans Saints on the road. Jared Goff and the Rams have punched their ticket to Super Bowl 53. What about that? Have you ever seen a better kick than that one? That was a beautiful kick. That was right down the middle, 57 yards, and I mean he crushed it. He got all of it. Right down. Down the middle. I mean, it could have been good from 70. 70. Look where this ball goes through. It could have been halfway up the upright. It literally could have been good from 70 yards. Greg the leg. Greg the leg. They're looking at the replaying the Rams sideline. There it is. Brother, I tell you this. Los Angeles Rams. I'm almost crying right now because I know what that feels like. I know what that moment feels like. So, an incredible road victory for the Los Angeles Rams, just like your Falcons back in the 1998 oh, season. It's nothing like NFC it, Championship game. So, the Rams in their 
third year back in L.A., two years after being one of the absolute worst teams in the league, are heading to the Super Bowl. You know, and, and here's something about this, because uh, we're here in, in L.A., and, and we, we've been talking a lot about this, Ephraim, about this city and the National Football League. The city of L.A. is about the Lakers. It's about the Dodgers. They are the two dominant sports forces. There's a lot of teams here in L.A. And the presence of the NFL has been slow. Despite the Rams' success over the last couple of years and what the Chargers did this year, it has been a city that's been a little bit late to the party. But now that the, we here now. the Rams are the first L.A. team to get to the Super Bowl since the Raiders, the L.A. Raiders did it back in the 1983 season. So for the first time in 35 years, an L.A. team is in the Super Bowl. And they're talking to Jared Goff right there. There's our buddy Chris Myers talking to Jared Goff. Uh, a lot of people did not think Goff could come out on the winning end, but they're going to go back over this pass interference call, non-call that would have given the Saints an automatic first down and would have run out the clock. And isn't the head of this officiating crew a guy that the Rams had never won a game when he headed the crew? Yeah. Well, they have now. One and eight. That's a big one. One and eight when he's officiating. That play that we spoke about, and again, the Saints have no one to blame but themselves. Nobody. They have the ball first down inside the 20-yard line of the Rams with a minute 57 to go. Pass the ball on first down, incomplete. Pass, all they had to do was run the ball three times. And they didn't do it. But you know, Ephraim, they're going to be talking about that missed call. I, I, you've, we've, they've shown that replay 100 times. I, that's pass interference. No matter it, it, I, I mean, I, there's no question it was pass interference. I mean, literally taking a receiver out as he's turned to catch the ball. The ball actually hit the defender in the back of the head after he pushed the receiver into the in, right. into stratosphere. So, Sean Payton, the Saints, are absolutely going to go nuts over this. The league is going to get some heat. This officiating crew is going to get a lot of heat. And part of it is, is that... The Saints are that one of those teams that nobody dislikes. You know, the Saints are sort of lovable. The city of New Orleans of went course. through so much with everything over the years, and nobody dislikes. Well, I, I can think of actually some people that are not Breeze fans. But, you know, the Saints are sort of the <clears throat> lovable team from New Orleans. So the Rams are in the Super Bowl. Let's swallow that for a second. The Los Angeles Rams. They already have the NFC Championship Rams commercial merchandise. Yes. On. That's amazing. That's so fast. I like that. It says established <laughs> 1937. They were the Cleveland Rams. People don't even know this about the origin of the Rams. They actually started as the Cleveland Rams. Won an NFL championship, by the way, in 1945, and then the following year moved to Los Angeles. And then in 1980, moved to Anaheim. Then they moved to St. Louis. Now they're back in L.A. and not playing in their new stadium. So, you know, again, what does this mean, not just for the Rams to get to the Super Bowl, but what does it mean for the league? Oh, it's huge. I mean, to have an L.A. team Yeah, the second biggest the market on the planet. Their team, who, who, who we've been here, what, two years? 
Sean Payton is going to absolutely blow a gasket. It's the third year. Yeah. Right? Right. They're a championship team. Mm-hmm. Period. Young quarterback, the best defensive player in the game. Mm-hmm. And the, they did it without Todd Gurley The best today. running back in the game. I mean, this is – look, I said this in the in the offseason, in the preseason. This is what the Rams went after Adamican Sue, Aqib Tlaib, traded for Peters. This is why they did it. For this. They didn't do it no. to have a good regular season. But they also they did, did it. it to market their team, and that's why I bring up the question. In other words, they did it, you everything know what? You know necessary. what? It wasn't even about marketing. It was well, about – of course it is. You have a new stadium that's going to be open. I got it. It doesn't matter. They're, the coach, Trust me. The coaches, they're not thinking about that. They don't care about that. The owner does. It doesn't matter. He's it, a it, developer. It doesn't matter. The coaches, the GM, they can care less if you buy a ticket – what they wanted to do, they took chances on players that had questionable uh, ethics on and off the field for this moment right now. That's exactly why they did it. They had a young quarterback on a rookie deal. They went out and paid Brandon Cooks a bunch of money, well-deserved. They went out, Todd Gurley, they re-upped him, well-deserved. They re-upped Aaron Donald, well-deserved. And they put this team together with older pieces combined with the younger pieces for this moment. They're going to the Super Bowl executives of the year. All right. So, again, the Saints fans, it hasn't taken long, wondering why there was no call <laughs> when they held their flags when Kel Roby Coleman blasted Ted Ginn on a third down incompletion, well before the ball was there. Of course, now Ram fans are saying, yo, what about the face mask on golf that wasn't called? This is going to go back and forth. Doesn't matter now. It's in the books. And speaking of, let's find out what's trending right now as we're here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You know, before the season, Gascon, I think most people, considering all the acquisitions <laughs> that the Rams made, mm-hmm. had the Rams as the team to beat. Well, I don't know. If you went through the... I mean, I, I do know this. In my preseason predictions, I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl because they were the best team on paper. Is it documented? Yes, it is. Where's the now, But I didn't pick them in this game because I really felt all along there was no way the Saints could lose this game at home, and you know what? As much as we'll give the Rams credit, the Saints blew this. Well, they absolutely should never have blown this game. For as as white hot as Ephraim was in our gambling pool this year in the NFL, right? He, he went on this. What was it? 11 and one. Yeah, eleven and one run against the spread. You had to wow. pick three three games every week. He went on this decorated run. Um, I'll tell you this much. We have a healthy roster of talent, people on air, producers, directors, the whole smash. And we have a list. Prior to the start of the season, Dan Beyer will create a list. And the list will have your AFC winner, NFC winner, Super Bowl winner, an out-on-a-limb pick, your worst team pick, and the Super Bowl MVP. Well, there are three people that are part of the Fox Sports Radio family that have picked the Rams to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. And uh, you're talking to one of them. Wow. <laughs> I love it. And during the break, I told Bobo and Eric, I said, this will come down to a Drew Brees batted ball at the, at the line of scrimmage for an INT. 
pretty much that's how it happened. So basically, we didn't even need to play this game. No, we could have gone to Vegas. Because you, you already have, have that document. You already had this game. Do you have in a the document? Books. I got witnesses. No, uh, did you hear that, Eric? Yeah, yeah, got witnesses. And they're somewhat credible. I don't know. You went to Catholic school, I don't school, know. Bobo you? and Eric are looking Catholic. at you across <laughs> right now. Wow. Guys, so this is how it went down, at least on the uh, L.A. side of things. 103 decibels, and they're just getting started as Zerline sets up for a 57-yard try to win the NFC Championship game. The hold is down. The kick clears the line. And Greg Zerline sends the Rams to the Super Bowl. L.A. will play for the Lombardi. Greg Zerline from 48 in regulation and 57 in overtime. 26-23. It's over, and the Superdome is silent. All right, so we got that call. How about this one? 57-yard field goal try. Kick is up. It's away, and it is through the uprights. The Los Angeles Rams with a 57-yard field goal to go to the Super Bowl. I think someone ran over my dog, picked it up, ran (laughs) over it again. Like, man! That's, uh, that's some extension of a uh, PR team right and, there. And it is good. Man. They're going to the Super Bowl. That's, wow, John Ramos <laughs> is just geeked up beyond belief. Blue and gold, painted on. Rams heading to the Super Bowl for the first time in Los Angeles. Guys, it's uh, we got the AFC Championship game. Now, I did say earlier we have a laundry list of talent here at Fox Sports Radio that has picked certain teams to represent NFC and AFC. Um there's one guy right now that also picked the AFC side of things with the Kansas City Chiefs going there, too. So, uh, gentlemen, kickoff time is in about five minutes from now, so we're looking forward to it. There's, like, other stuff going on today, but I don't even care. Right, yeah, right. no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> All right, Guys, for first off, I mean, we got uh, we got Steve Hartman, E from Salon, but in 10 seconds, we got to hear something from our friends at Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Hartman, E from Salon, back to you. All right. Thank you, Mr. Gascon. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more into car insurance at Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And joining us right now is our Fox Sports NFL insider, the one and only Alex Marvez. And Alex, we were sitting here after the big pass play to Ted Ginn, two-minute warning, inside the 20-yard line, what the hell was New Orleans thinking? Why were they throwing the ball? And then, of course, the blown pass interference call. I mean, people are going to replay that, like, one minute, actually about 40-second sequence over and over again. So what did you see, Alex? I mean, listen, we can, we can criticize the play calling, and, and I understand what Sean was trying to do uh, on that initial pass. You know, it was, it's such a high-percentage pass, and Drew Brees made a bad play. He delivered the football low, and, you know, Mike Thomas couldn't dig it out, and, and so you stopped the clock. I mean, it was terrible clock management, but let's be real here. This, the New Orleans Saints should be going to the Super Bowl, and this is supposed to be the best of the best when it comes to officiating, right? And, I mean, this affects the credibility of the game itself. And I think that's the thing that's so frustrating about it, that the non-call on Nikel Roby Coleman, and it was so blatant. It's one thing if it's a snap judgment and, you know, the ball and the, and the defender are getting there at the same time. I, I understand that. And, and you know, but, but the fact that Nikel Roby Coleman was there so early 
on that play, and it feeds into some other things. Where's the consistency with officials, right? You know, throughout the regular season, they'll basically call anything if you breathe on a guy, and, you know, they'll call pass interference. Instead, a terrible call, and it was a bunch of officials who missed it on the sideline. It was disgraceful, and it affects the credibility of the NFL and the game. And, you know, listen, the Saints, this might be their last hurrah with Drew Brees. And, you know, for it to end that way, I mean, that's devastating. I, I get that, and I understand that. And I always say, number one, don't put it in the hands or the foot of a kicker. Number two, <laughs> don't put it in the hands of the officials. That play calling for for Sean Payton after that long pass was unacceptable. Yeah, it's a high percentage pass, but why would you pass the ball at all? You hand the ball off three times, right? Right, right. Brandon Ingram, Alvin Kamara, three times. Chances are you make a score touchdown there, but what you do is you eat up both timeouts, right? You eat up both timeouts the Rams had. You kick the field goal or you score the touchdown. You leave them with under a minute to have to drive down the field and score. That's it. It's no, I don't want to hear about the referee. I'm talking about you had the game in your hands and you decided in those last three plays you wanted to pass it twice. I can't do it. I'm I'm sorry. I don't care what the referees missed. That is a that's just awful, awful play calling. It, listen, it could have been simple, right? You forced the Rams to you, to burn their timeouts, right? And you're talking about you know you know you burn them, and then all of a sudden you know okay, so you're running clock, and you would have given them about 40, 45 seconds left, maybe. You know, by the time all was said and done, and you kicked that field goal. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? Well, you're tied. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You're, 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 you know, you're still, you're still in a great position here. Actually, you're, you know, even if you miss, you're still tied at 2020, and you know, you got to have a defense that'll take its chances. You know, you got to be able to hold up against the Rams. And it's not like Jared Goff was was just bombing them downfield. But man, we saw a young man really grow up today at quarterback. I mean, the running game was stopped by and large. Todd Gurley, obviously not himself. C.J. Anderson carrying the workload, but wasn't, you know, he wasn't dominant by any means. Not like against the Dallas Cowboys. And then, you know, but Jared Goff. Off, play after play after play and what was amazing too were the complimentary players who showed up besides cj anderson you got tyler higby making catches gerald everett making catches josh reynolds doing some big things i mean that was and, and to do it on the road in that type of environment where obviously the rams couldn't even hear the plays for much of the game that was an incredible situation by jared goff you're right you know what if the saints fans and of course it's going to be blame the officials first of course but of course the saints have to but of course the saints have to look at themselves as well and say what were we doing in the final two minutes especially this isn't a first time offensive coordinator first time head coach in sean payton he's been there and done this forever and he picked a terrible sequence of plays to try to win this game late in the fourth quarter all right i'm going to put, put some perspective for you alex having you know been in this la market and understand the la market i know there are ram fans are always screaming we're here harvard we're here yeah you're here but what about the rest of the city i mean the fact is is that the nfl moved to la the second biggest market to try to get a jolt i mean they have not taken over the L.A. market. Yeah, we have Ram fans. There's like three or four Charger fans. Now the question is, now that the Rams are in the Super Bowl, the biggest show of them all, is this going to be the jolt that's going to actually get people in L.A. understanding or even appreciating the fact that, yeah, you have a team in the Super Bowl for the first time since the L.A. Raiders 35 years ago? You know, now you know that market better than I do. I just know LA for its traffic. Okay, I, I can know. just say that. But, but that being said, I mean, listen, if this can't provide a spark when it comes to ticket sales for the new stadium mm-hmm. and interest in this franchise, then nothing will, right? I exactly. Mean, 
that that's where we're at. And, you know, listen, we, now we have two weeks of hype about this whole thing, right? So it's going to be Rams everywhere all over the L.A. market, guys that were maybe, I don't you know, I think every player is going to benefit from getting a little bit more publicity as far as, you know, expanding their, their profile, whether it's social media, whatever it is that they want. I mean, and listen, it's, it's a really interesting, colorful group of Rams players. And so I think, no, I think that the excitement will catch on, I'll be quite honest with you. But what I'm wondering is this, I mean, what is Atlanta going to look like? Are people going to actually fly Rams fans across the country to watch this team, or is there going to be a takeover of Kansas City and New England fans because if you remember Super Bowl 48 when all those Seahawks fans came in and the Broncos were ill-prepared for what was happening and they ended up costing them the game into an not not fully but obviously they weren't accounting for the crowd noise that is something significant that we're going to be watching going into this one all right Alex the game has just kicked off the AFC championship game we have to cut short because we're going to actually talk to some Ram players on the other side thanks so much Alex very nice ask about the officiating yeah exactly (laughs) unbelievable there he is our Fox Sports NFL Insider. All right, the game has just kicked off, the FC Championship game. By the way, 19 degrees at kickoff, feels like five. It is cold at Arrowhead. And what do we got going on, guys? All right, right now we got him? All right, so it looks like Mark Barron is going to be joining us, the outside linebacker of the Rams. By the way, he had a nice game today at nine, nine tackles. tackles in this game. So as soon as we get hooked up with Mark Barron. So, again, the game has just kicked off. The Patriots will have the ball first uh, in the AFC Championship game. And, again, the winner of this game is going to face the NFC champion, Los Angeles Rams, and a guy that knows about championships from his days at Alabama. Mark Barron is joining us right now. Hey, Mark, congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What is it like right now? Give us a little a taste of what's going on in New Orleans with your Rams team. Celebration right now, man. We put in the work all year. We've been working for all year, so now we just got to go finish it off. Like, like, like Mark said, I think we ain't done yet. So we're celebrating right now, but we're right back to work. Hey, Mark, I, uh, what hell of a game, man. You had a great game. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you and, and what this team has done. A lot of ups and a lot of downs. I don't even want to talk about the game. I want to talk about how you're feeling right now to, to be fulfilled in this moment, one game away from being world champions. What does that mean to you right this second? It's amazing, man. This is legendary. This is what you work for. Anybody who plays football, this is the epitome of it. This is what you work for to get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. Don't feel great. I'm feeling great right now. Hey, Mark, uh, when you joined this Ram team after uh, your stint with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Rams weren't a very good football team. I mean, think about where you guys were just two years ago, your first year in L.A., and now you're heading to the Super Bowl. How did this happen, man? Well, put your finger on it. How is it? Is it about Sean McVay? Is it about the coaching staff, the players? How did this thing come together for you guys? Of course. It's about all of us. It's about Sean McVay. It's about the players. It's about all of us as a unit. Um, you know, he, he came in and he implemented what he thought it took to win, and that's what's going on right now. We're winning. We're working. And like I said, it's not just about him, it's just the unit. Everybody's working together, us as a unit. Sean McVay, the players on this team, we all we all did the work. We all put in the work together, and this is the result we're getting right now. Look, brother, I don't want to keep you long. I know what it feels like to want to celebrate after winning the NFC Championship game. I've been there. This next game, New England, Kansas City, who do you guys want to see in the Super Bowl? It don't matter who we see in the Super Bowl. I like it. Whoever. It don't matter who we see. Whoever. We want to see whoever. All right, well, Mark, congratulations it, to you, man. Well-deserved. Big victory today. All the best to your teammates. Thanks for joining us. 
Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So there's Mark Barron. He knows about winning back from those days at Alabama. I tell you what, and, and it's a credit to him for for getting on. I I, I mean, yeah. I, when we won the NFC Championship, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just I wanted to be with my team. So a credit to him. I mean, they should be extremely proud. This has been it's a huge accomplishment coming from where they were two years ago, seven and nine. They get to Los Angeles. Uh, you know, coaching change, the whole nine yards. You take a quarterback who was thought to be a bust, and now all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. Hats right. off to the Rams. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. No time to breathe. Are you kidding me? We got an AFC championship game going on right now. We'll bring you up to date on everything coming up next. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Harbin and E from Salam. All right, short segment for us right now. Was, hey, Mark Barron, by the way, hats off to Mark Barron for coming home with us, guys. I mean, come on. Like Ephraim says, he's been there. You're celebrating with your teammates. Right. Somebody says, hey, you want to go and talk to the guys at Fox Sports Radio? He's like, no. No, but he did. He did. And uh, great, great interview, great gift for uh, Mark Barron. One of the stars, so he had nine tackles today. Outstanding on that defense as the Los Angeles Rams have advanced to Super Bowl 53 with a 26-23 overtime victory. Uh, and, yes, there's going to be plenty of controversy about that game. No controversy about the New England Patriots. So, first drive of the game, and New England is already knocking on the door. They are second and goal at the Kansas City one-yard line, and they are running the ball. And Sony Michelle already 31 yards rushing on this opening drive. And this is... You know, a lot of people were suddenly crowing about the uh, Chiefs' defense after what they did against the Colts, and I was re- reminded about the fact that, yeah, but that that's a dome team. Guess who's not a dome team? New England. It is cold. It is less than 20 degrees. It feels like five, and this is where New England excels. So, again, Kansas City could – this. what do you think? The last time we saw these two teams, 43-40 to 40 at New England. Yeah, it won't be that high. It won't be that high. The, the weather's going to have something to do with that. All right. So, the uh, by the way, just a quick update. So, last week against the Chargers opening drive, they got a stat up here, 14-play, 83-yard drive, seven minutes. This drive, already 14 plays. They've already killed half the first quarter, and they have a second and goal at the one-yard line. And let's see what's going to go on here. Touchdown. To give it just easy. Easy. So... The Chiefs' defense is not good <laughs> by any by any stretch of imagination, but they also have the most prolific offense in the entire league. So the uh, Patriots have gotten in the end zone. So you 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 think we're not going to see a shootout game, or what do you think we're going to see? Here? No, I think it'll slow down. Slow down a I little bit. I think some adjustments will be made, and it'll slow down. Rob Gronkowski's the best blocking tight end in the game. Absolutely. Everyone's been talking about his diminished returns receiving. You're absolutely right. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hey, you want to know what's going on in the AFC Championship game? Follow us. The L.A. Rams have punched their ticket to Super Bowl 53. Who will join them? Harmon and Salam coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. What after a uh, an amazing overtime victory for the L.A. Rams on the road against the Saints. We have New England and Kansas City. And it's very early, folks. But it's looking very favorable right now for the New England Patriots. A 15-play drive. 
to open up the game, scoring to take a 7-0 lead. And now Kansas City has been forced to punt after a big sack of Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, has yet to complete a pass. So it is extremely cold in Kansas City. Remember they were thinking it was going to be back up into the 20s? It's not. It's in the teens, and it's only going to get colder, folks, because it is 6.02 local time there in Kansas City. So what are you seeing early on here from Mr. Mahomes? We saw Tom Brady look like Tom Brady just engineering beautifully, like about an eight-minute drive to open the game, giving the Patriots an early 7-0 lead. What are we seeing early so far from uh, Mr. Mahomes? He seems rushed. He seems off. Uh, the weather would – whenever he's playing in these cold weather games, right. he's not as accurate as he he normally would be. Um, so he just needs to settle down. It's a big game. It's the biggest game of his life. Right. He needs to settle down, which I think he'll do as the game goes on. But the problem with that is New England has been here before. They know what it takes. So when, when he, they, they, when, they're not going to give you any breathing room. They're not going to give you any time – to, to get your stuff together before they're putting points up on the board. That's Te- the that's the bad thing uh, about having a young quarterback going up against Tom Brady in a game of this magnitude. Again, to put Brady's career in perspective, so technically this is his 19th year, but it's really his 17th year because as a rookie played in one game and then there was 08, remember, Ephraim, when he got hurt in the first game. So take those two years out. In 17 years, counting this year, this is his 13th AFC championship game, including eight in a row. So No wonder I hate the Patriots. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you've already got one young team in, like the Rams, a new face. So you're sort of thinking, yeah, you know, I want to see Rams KC. I mean, that would be like, remember, they had this incredible game, Kansas City, the first team in the history of the NFL to score 50 or more points in a game that they lost, that epic 54-51 game that we saw earlier this year. So, uh, but right now, not only is New England up seven nothing, but after a nice punt return, <clears throat> New England has the ball in Kansas City territory, first down at the forty-five yard line. So, yeah, it is it, it is imperative of Mahomes to not feel like, hey, I got to get it all back at once. Just even down. if even if New England were to get a field goal here, or even a touchdown. It is so early in this game. When he's been there before, because that their game uh, they had earlier this year was 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 like that. You know, they got down early yeah. in the game, and he yeah, but this is a game composer. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is it's a lot more at stake yeah. right now. <clears throat> you know, the season is on the line right now, so uh, I'll keep an eye on this game, obviously. And uh, you know, the one thing about New England, what they do so well, I want to go back a little bit on this New England team. Here was a stat that I, I looked at. You know, people are saying, all right, they were undefeated at home this year, 8-0, 3-5 on the road. And they had some pretty ugly losses this year. But here's a stat for you, including their win against the Chargers last week, New England 5-0 and against teams in the playoffs this year. You know, they, they yeah, beat Houston, a, they beat Indy, they beat the stat. Chiefs, they won at Chicago, and then they beat the Chargers. So undefeated against the teams – that actually made the playoffs this year, which sort of gives you that sense again about New England because they play in that cupcake uh, division that they just sort of hold it for the games that matter. And Sony Michelle and James White. They're taking over the game right now. They're running the ball. This is, this is really new. And you, you mentioned it right on the money about Gronk. 
You know, everyone's like, wow, I mean, he's a shell of his former self. Well, they're not using in the same way as a receiver down the field. He is just crushing people right now at that tight end position. Yeah, and and it helps him out, too. We know he's banged up. We know he's not the grunk he once was right. who, who tore up the middle of the field and was able to, you know, catch every 50-50 ball. Right. But at the line of scrimmage, he is, uh, you know, he's an extra offensive lineman. He's yeah. basically a, a, a sixth offensive lineman because he blocks that well at the point of attack. And they're going to run. They're going to run right behind him. That touchdown they scored ran right behind Gronkowski's side. That's what he's – and he's accepted that role. And you'll see him. He'll catch a, a third down crossing route or drag route uh, for, for a big first down. Or some, but he's not that dynamic threat down the seam as he once was. And it happens. He's had a lot of injuries, age, the whole nine yards. You know, So he's still bringing extreme value to this team. One thing Kansas City has to do in this game is get pressure on Tom Brady. Here's an inside handoff for another first down for New England. Once again, Gronkowski at the point of attack blocking. So last week, the Chargers fell against New England with Bosa and Ingram. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. We're going to drop six into coverage, and they just kept dumping the ball off to James White. He had 15 receptions last week. That's just an insane number for a running back. And it almost early in this game, we're seeing Kansas City doing exactly what the Chargers did. And remember, New Nothing. England scored <laughs> touchdowns on their first four drives of the game. And right now they're down to the 14-yard line. Yeah. So, I mean, this, at least early on, this is almost a repeat of what we saw last week. Look, Kansas City is going to have to either wake up or get out the way. That's just the bottom line. Right now, they are not putting any pressure on Brady. They can't stop the run. They're not forcing third longs, all the things you need to do defensively to give your chance, uh, a self a chance to win against Tom Brady and this this New England offense. Who were they were having a down year this year, right? They didn't have all the weapons. Losing Josh Gordon really hurt them with the um a a, a weapon that can attack down the field. They're getting five yards a carry. By the way, they don't have to pass the ball; just hand the ball off. Uh, right now, total yards in this game, New England has 114, Kansas City has minus 11. So th- this this is uh, this is shaping up early. If they get a touchdown here, and again, we're inside a minute to go in the first quarter, and they're just absolutely gobbling up clock. Did you did you buy into what a lot of people were saying? I mean, we've done a lot of shows here, Ephraim, that, you know – Time had come and gone for New England. I mean, did you take them seriously as a Super Bowl contender when the playoffs began? Um, wait, whenever New England's in the playoffs, you have to take them serious. They have a history, but of, they they seem to be yeah. But they have a history. Yeah, I understand. Right, they have so a you you can't you can't discredit greatness. But they had their most losses since. It, it doesn't matter. Well, all they up. had to do was get to the playoffs. Right. They know what. To what's to expect? They know what they need to do, and that's dangerous, right? No other team has had the type of success that they've had in this run of Tom Brady in terms of being in these type of games. All right, so, so we're at the end of the first quarter. By the way, seven nothing New England, uh, but they're knocking on the first door. quarter. Again, Sheesh! New England's running the ball. I mean, that was twenty minutes. <clears throat> look at this already. Let me see. I just get an update on these stats here. Knowing on 10 first downs, one for Kansas City. 55 yards on the ground, first quarter. 
Sony Michelle's on pace for a 160-yard rushing day. Tom Brady is seven and nine. That was you. That was thirty minutes. Yeah. First quarter over. You know, I was going to say, you know, when we got in today, we said, all right, we're going to see the second half of the first game and like the first half of the first. We might see this entire game at the rate they're going right yeah. now. <laughs> this will be over. I mean, be over in fifty minutes. I mean, with the the New England is absolutely all right. See, and, and and again, go back to the Rams, and I was actually coming in today listening to the Ram broadcast when they were down 13-0. Uh, MJD does their uh, color commentary. Maurice Jones-Drew, great UCLA Bruin, by the way. Anyway, he was saying the Rams, because New Orleans was dismantling them early. They just need to get a first down. And then they ran that fake punt. That fake punt. And it just got them going. It, 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 it quieted the crowd for a second. And then just gave the Rams a chance to sort of clear their head and say, all right, come on, let's start playing Some breathing room. a little bit. And that's what Kansas City's looking for right now. But the thing about it is when you're playing against a team like New England and they smell blood, oof, they're ruthless. That's what we saw last week against the Chargers, man. They were up 14-7, 21-7, 28-7, 35-7, halftime, game over. So we'll see if the Chiefs can avoid a similar fate. All right. We're just starting here with this AFC Championship game. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. One quarter in the books. Stay with us as we count down to halftime coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Wow, wow, wow. All right, Steve Hartman, E from Salam. Here's where we are. AFC Championship game. New England looked like they were just going to get a touchdown. They had a third and goal at the one-yard line. They faked the handoff. Tom Brady throws the ball, intended for Gronkowski, and he never saw Reggie Raglan. Intercept, threw it right at him. And the former Alabama linebacker intercepted the ball, stopped him. However... Kansas City, three and out. They just ran the ball on third and one, and they got stuffed. So New England gets the ball back. Julian Edelman has returned this punt. I I, I don't know. Some, something's not right. I mean, after a great play like that, I mean, almost like early game. At home. Game saving play. Here's the thing, though, with Kansas City. And we go back to the Come loss on, Andy. Of- so, uh, timeout right now off the punt. Damian Williams. You know, we, we talked a lot about C.J. Anderson coming out of nowhere. You talk about coming out of nowhere for Kansas City. Damian Williams. Now, remember, they lose Kareem Hunt. They lose Spencer Ware. Damian Williams, through 12 games this year, had three carries for one yard. Do you remember anything this guy did in his four years in Miami? No. Do you remember him at Oklahoma? Nope. No. Right at Mira Mesa High School, by the way, down in the San Diego area. Mira Mesa High School, Damian Williams. But he's had over 100 yards rushing two of the last three weeks, and no one's been more surprised than Damian Williams. <laughs> but, again, that's we, been part of the Kansas City success. We always have so much focus when you have a 5,000-yard passer. But they've had, you know, that complimentary running game, certainly over the last couple of weeks, with, again, a, a surprise guy, Damian Williams, Right now, three carries, three yards, and on that third and one, he got stuffed, and he's not a big physical back. He really is more of a receiver back uh, going back to his days with the Dolphins. Yeah, so. they just, you know, Andy Reid, they they got to settle in, right? right? They got to call a game plan uh, that's conducive to their talent, which they've been doing all year, and they got to shake this off. It was a perfect opportunity for them to seize control, seize control back of the game, uh, taking away a, a a sure score. Yep, getting the ball on twenty five yard line. Uh, crowd is revved up. You're at home. You need to start calling the game plan to to retake this game over. Well, my point is, you have 
Patrick Mahomes. Am I really going to hand the ball off? I, I, I just, when you have a kid like this, Mahomes, that has just been doing magical things all season long, throwing the ball, extending plays, creating plays, making impossible throws, blind throws, left hand, right hand. I'm not handing it off to a journeyman running back like Damian Williams. I'm just not. I don't care if I have Mahomes throw 60 passes in this game. Right. I want to get the ball in Kelsey's hands and Tyree Kill and Sammy Watkins. Not Damian Williams. You know, that's that's a luxury you have when you maybe have a lead. Right. But not when you're trying to, as you say, get a first down and just, get the crowd into just it. Just one. Get us one first down. The temp is uh, below 20. And it is colder than that. It feels like it's five degrees. New England has just essentially carved up this Kansas City defense. They can't stop the run. Period. Can't stop the run. So, look at all those guys who that have played in AFC Championship. <laughs> well, they've been in eight straight AFC Championship games. Six players. Kansas City has none. Yeah. Who have championship game experience entering tonight? Thirty-six to zero. Right. <laughs> That is the one stat that means something. Well, but a lot of people were saying, okay, yeah, but it's in Kansas City. Doesn't and, matter. And Mahomes is magical. And Brady, oh, is that another almost, almost intercepted? Got to have that one. All you right. want to beat New I'm England? Telling Come you, on, Eric. It's cold. Brady is not throwing the ball right. He's Most of his well, neither throws. Well, neither one of them are. Yeah, he's losing a grip on the ball right now. And that, I think that ball was tipped a little bit uh, at the line. Yeah, it was a crossing play to Gronk, and he missed him badly. All right, third and seven right now. 11-15 to go in the first half. And again, New England up 7-0. Kansas City fortunate and it's to third, only be down 7 it's third down, and New England already in this game is 5 of 6 on third down. So, uh, well, this is a big play right here for Kansas City. They need, they need to get the ball back. They need to get on the board here. Uh, one thing, as you said early in the game, we're not going to see 43-40 to 40 today. That's for sure. Brady is all over the place, and look at that back shoulder Jeez. throw. That is an insane pass to his Ugh, safety Lord. valve, James White. So that's this is a classic about Brady. No, he's not the greatest athlete, obviously, to play the position, but he knows how to find space and then throw. Look at that throw. Wow. Did he drop that? All right. Oh, I, that ball hit the ground. Did that ball not yeah, hit the it, ground? It like the ball hit the ground. Are they reviewing this play? Wait a second. Did you see that replay, guys? Didn't it look like the ball was on the ground? Well, no replay. First down. And Gronk went over the middle. Okay, he's lumbering these days. <laughs> he is lumbering, right? Man, he is. Uh, it looks painful to run. Watching it, it him really run, does. it looks yeah. painful. Wow, I, I think they blew that call. Are you sure these are, like we had Alex Marvez on the controversy about the Ram Saints game is going to go on for eternity for Saints fans. And uh, we had Alex Marvez on. He says, aren't these supposed to be the best of the best? <laughs> these officials? Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. So New England's on the move once again. Kansas City just needs something. But again, you got Mahomes. Let him do something. How about this? Net passing yards in the game. New England, 82, Kansas City, negative five. Because passing stats in the NFL include sacks. All right, so uh, you picked Kansas City in this game. I did pick Kansas City. 
And it is very early in the game. Very early. I but... mean, 14-0 might have been looked steep, but it's only 7 nothing. Um. What are you seeing? I mean, well, I mean, am I, I right? I mean, I, I, where's I see, Patrick Mahomes? I see a team. Who's He's come one for out. four. I see a team who's come out and they're going to run the ball. They're going to get to third and short, and they're going to give themselves an opportunity. Yeah, but what happens when Kansas City has the ball? Nothing happens. Well, I want Mahomes. Okay, there's a drop pass. Woof, James White doesn't drop many passes, but he dropped that one. That was a little middle screen there that was setting up nicely. So uh, let's get back to the weather right now. It's only going to get colder, you it's know. It's only going to get colder, but at least it's not. What were they saying? The mm. Arctic blast that well, they were expecting. What? What is, what is now? Is this this is a grass field at Arrowhead? Yes. Right. All right. So when you have a grass field and it starts getting really cold, how it, does that affect? Things? Well, that ground hardens. Wow, beautiful play. Beautiful draw and, play. And off right up the middle. Once again, third and short. Sonny Michelle is just rolling up yards. Did we overlook Sonny Michelle, this rookie running back? Because he's looking pretty good the last few weeks. Wow, yeah. what a perfectly designed play. Just Gee, gaping hole up the middle. I think I could have even got a yard out of that well, before getting killed. Well, well. Maybe. I, I probably would have pulled up a little lame there. Pulled both of your hamstrings yeah. at the same time. Although I would have been coughing at the same time, and then people would have cleared off saying, don't get out of my way, coffer. All right, Kansas City stuffed it. Third and Finally. one. They stoned Sony Michelle. And that was Gronk's side. They've been running left for their money. But that time, Kansas City, I guess, was wise of the fact that every time they're on third and short, they run left. And they did this time. And once this time, it was stuffed. That went nowhere. All right, so the ball's at the 41-yard line of Kansas City. They're going for it. It's no man's land, wow. right? You don't kick the field goal. Wow. No, they're not. What is that? What? I mean, I don't understand this. So they lined up on fourth and one and then ran everybody time off out. the Call field. Call timeout. Call timeout. Kansas City trying to get guys off the field. Uh-huh. The, the refs helped out Kansas City on that. Well, yeah. they. I mean, you have to give the other team time. All right. What happened here? It's now, a flag. They're taking a delay game. But you have to uh, allow – they didn't allow New England to snap the ball because right. if you make a quick change like that, you have to allow the defense to make the change as well. All right. Is that a rule? I yes. didn't know if it was a rule. a rule. Because obviously that – That is New a rule. England, Where have you been? Well, I don't know. It looked like New England was obviously trying to do something tricky there to catch them on a fourth and one where they had too many men on the field. Yeah, but you But they, were never, they a, never put the ball down. Can't make a substitution – and not allow defense to make a substitution. All right, now Kansas City's still running around. What the hell's going on here right now? New England doesn't even look like they have enough people lined up on the line of scrimmage. What are they, in a uh, flying wedge? <laughs> what the hell's going on here right now? The flying uh, wedge. Man, I, uh, Pudge Heffelfinger, Yale, 1889. I don't know what's going on. All right, they are punting the ball right now. That, that was a lot to do about nothing, right? It really was. I don't know. They were trying to get something. Uh, fair catch by Tyree Kill. So Kansas City is desperate, desperate. 7.32 to go in the first half. This is one of the fastest games in NFL history. Uh, and uh, they need to get something going right now. Uh, again, total yards in this game so far, 155 for New England, negative two for Kansas City. Negative hmm. two for the number one offense in the league. Total plays. New England 34, 
Kansas City, eight. Time of possession, New England, 18 minutes and 19 seconds. Kansas City, four minutes, two seconds. First downs, 12 to one. And yet it's only seven to nothing. That's the key right there. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Speaking of strange numbers, have you seen the bio of this guy, David Gascon? Yeah, my bio is kind of weird. I mean, you've been everywhere, and you've been nowhere at the same time. Boston, Bakersfield, San Diego, Scottsdale. Yeah. I've traveled a lot. You have in search of? Love. Again, when you settle in as Joe Buck's replacement. Oh, you didn't tell the E from the good news. Yeah, I didn't tell him. You know, the Freedom Football League. By the way, did you – are you involved in the Freedom Football League? I don't know what the Freedom Football League is. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the new league. I had Jeff Garcia on the show, T.O., Ricky Williams. All these former NFL players are forming their own league. You're not in this? Why are they forming their own league? You know why? Because they said, I talked to Garcia about this, for the first time we're going to have a league where the players actually have a stake in the league. Yeah, but words, well, why would you want to have a stake in something that's not going to go? Well, well, don't say that because so guess, is there not the Alliance Football League? Well, that no, but you, see the AAF see, is but really the, but, <clears throat> the, but, what the Alliance of American Football is really tied to the NFL. You know that. I get and then it. You got the Which XFL, is Vince McMahon's. But this yeah, is so now we have is four a league football leagues. Well, this is a league by the players. Okay, so we have the Freedom Football League. Yep. We have the Alliance Football League, yep. and right. we have. The, the XFL, XFL coming right. exactly. uh, on top of the NFL. Well, those right? but those are going to be post NFL season leagues, right? I, <clears throat> this one is a spring summer league. Well, it's the same and, thing. And here's the thing: they already have ten teams, and the San Diego Warriors has already got a name. Yeah, you can have ten teams, but do you have uh, enough and, to and, fill and out? Gascon's going to be the voice of the Warriors. Do you I, have enough to fill out? The teams. That's three leagues. Well, I did. I did ask Garcia. It's not that many good football players on the planet. They they are confident there is a load of great players no. that you've never seen. All right, guys, we got some great players being in action right now. Speaking of that, Patriots and Kansas, or Patriots and Kansas City. New England was on the one yard line of Kansas City when this happened. Play fake by Brady. Throw to the end zone. Intercepted in the end zone. Picked off and running it right. Reggie Ragland. Takes the knee in the end zone. Brady off the play fake. Tried to feather a pass. It appeared to Gronkowski. And he throws the interception. It's a killer. <laughs> Patriots Radio Network. Among all the numbers that you mentioned, Steve, here's another one. Time of possession. New England, 18-26. And Kansas City, 402 and counting. They have the football right now. But, of course, they have done nothing. They have four total yards in this ball game so far. Patrick Mahomes, that high-octane offense. Meanwhile, in New Orleans. 57-yard field goal try. Kick is up. It's away. And it is through the uprights. The Los Angeles Rams with a 57-yard field goal to go to the Super Bowl. Ephraim, did that sound, did that sound like Minnesota-Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Man! That was the Saints Radio Network. LA gets it done 26 to 23. Did Andy Reid so, lose his playbook? It was so quiet when we beat uh yeah. Minnesota. I mean, you could I mean it was that was the best feeling <laughs> in the world. Did Randy Moss jump in your arms and congratulate you for oh, winning the Super Bowl? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Couple of rookies. 
Anyways, back to Steve Hartman to eat from Salam in just 10 seconds, but of course, a word from our friends at Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Steve Hartman, Ephraim Salam, back to you, gentlemen. All right, well, we finally saw some Mahomes magic right there uh, on a critical play. They got a first down on a pass to Sammy Watkins. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 50% or more on your car insurance at Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, in a game that New England, it hasn't been just domination. I mean, we're talking about annihilation, but it's only 7 nothing, And now Mahomes looking for a big play, and guess who's wide open? Got him. Tariq Hill. Tyreek Hill. Cheetah. Big play for Kansas City. Dude, so fast, man. Goodness gracious. Finally, a Ooh, huge play to your playmaker, play Tyreek Hill. He is just running away from people. There's no, You're not going to hang with him. Boom. Right on the money by Mahomes. So they are inside the 15-yard line in New England, and despite complete domination by the Patriots, Kansas City could be right back in business. Yeah, and, you know, shout-out to that offensive line for giving them time. That was a long play. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I was miscalculated. They're at the 23-yard line of New England right now, first and 10. 442 and counting to go in the first half. But this this get oh! – Oh, he missed him. He had him. He had Williams wide open down the sideline. Yeah, a little bit of pressure in his face, and he kind of rushed it, throw through it a little bit high. Well, we've seen both these quarterbacks not really control their throws well. I, look, the weather, the ball is, is is bigger, slick. It's slick. It's harder. Right. Right. It, it's it's and we saw him struggling with the elements last week. It was rainy snow right. last week, mm-hmm. uh, and he he. I mean, he didn't throw for a touchdown. No, so, he didn't. And like you say, there were a couple of knuckleballs that came out. I don't know. Again, when you have a slick ball, if you grip it too hard, then you really have no chance. So, uh, again, they're giving it to Damian Williams. Again, this Damian Williams story is unbelievable. I mean, he is the most anonymous guy ever to be like a feature back, like a guy that's going to be a big player on a team trying to get to a Super Bowl. And, and all week long, there he's like, I, I have no idea how this happened. But we had a chance to talk to him uh, Saturday last last right. uh, week, and he was he was hungry. He oh, wanted yeah. the opportunity. Sure, he looked forward and relished the opportunity. And those players are dangerous. They're dangerous. All right. Again, it is uh, third and nine right now. Kansas City down seven nothing. Mahomes trying to make a play, and he is trying to avoid a sack, and he doesn't. Huge loss. I mean, where are you big going, young man? Loss. Are you now out of field goal range? He lost goofball 12 yards on that sack. Don't be goofy, man. Now Goodness. all of a sudden you're looking at a 50-something yard field goal. First of all, you're holding the ball too long. All right? Throw the ball away. Don't let the game become too big for you. Fourth and 23 what for Kansas goofball. City. And they, they are punting. They have to. Just wow. He just lost 12 yards. That is unbelievable. Actually, they lost four. It was third and nine. It was a 14-yard loss on that sack. And so instead of what looked like a sure field goal situation, they had the ball ends up with no on points. On the 23-yard line. All right, so again, experience is a factor. But again, Tom Brady made a bonehead move himself. 
I mean, again, throwing an interception in the end zone is almost inexcusable for a guy like Tom Brady. But he did it, which is the only reason the Kansas City is still breathing in this game. All right, so it is uh, three minutes to go on the first half. It's been a very quick first half. And New England still leading seven to nothing. All right, if you're Annie Reid, let's assume that this score holds up for the rest of the half. What are, you do, what are you doing with your young uh, star quarterback at halftime? Are you just going to try to settle him down? What do you what do you you got to say, think out there, kid. Come on now. Think, 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 think. I know you want to make things happen, but we got elements here. We got other things going on. How do you settle him down? You got to settle him down. You got to tell him, look, and, and it's up to your play calling to settle him down. You can say whatever you want to to him, but you got to give him quick throws. You got to give him plays where he can get the ball out of his hands so he can get some type of rhythm. Right? By the, by the that way, him holding the ball and then spinning out, you're not going to be able to spin out. The, the two sacks he's had in this game, he's lost huge chunks of yardage because he's trying to do extra stuff. And, of course, he's had a sensational year of doing unworldly things. Right. So but you, in a but situation want... like this, yeah. you can't do that because this defensive team is prepared for that. They are prepared for you to spin, extend plays. That's why they're collapsing. They're getting push up the middle, and then they're collapsing on the outside and trying to keep you contained within that pocket. Two sacks, both for 14-yard losses. Just because he's trying to do too much. Two 14-yard sacks. Throw the ball away. Throw it to the guy holding the yard marker. Wow. That's it. So that is the difference in the game right now. Again, total yards in this game, just 47 total yards for the number one offense in the NFL. You know, I, I want to talk a little bit about this New England defense, and we, we've we've talked about this a few times, even about, you know, one thing we knew about this game, being a rematch, is that everything that Mahomes saw the first time against New England, he would see none of that the second time. No, we knew that, right. We knew that, you know, whatever you saw that first time, forget it. None of that will be this time because that's the way Belichick runs. I mean, they go week to week, literally week to week. Different players, different positions, different looks, different everything. I mean, it's insane. This is how New England partly stays on top, and then you got Tom Brady as your quarterback. But as you said, you got to avoid the big losses, you got to avoid turnovers. Uh, New England is very satisfied just running the ball. If anything, they may just try to run out the clock here, uh, maybe get a first down or two and just go to halftime with a 7 nothing lead. Um, but there's got to be – and and then then there's the Andy Reid factor, okay? Andy Reid's been in these games before, and his track record is not good. And the knock on coaches like Andy Reid or before him Marty Schottenheimer or before him Chuck Knox – guys who had tremendous regular season success but never came up with the big plays and the big games is that you get a little conservative. This was not Kansas City's game plan this year. This team has been anything but conservative. Right. They've allowed this phenomenon to just go for it. Just, you know, go for it. And I'm wondering, again, if they, again, you're only – could be down seven at the end halftime – do you allow that to happen, or what exactly is your second-half strategy with Mahomes against this New England team? What what are you, what are you going to tell them to do? I mean, you've done one thing all season long. You're going to change? 
No, you're not going to change, but you're going to give him precise pass plays, right? You're right. gonna you're gonna give him things, quick slants, outs, you know, a double move. You want to solidify uh, a rhythm for your offense. They haven't been in rhythm. They've only had a, a, a couple first downs, so you can't get in, in into any rhythm running or throwing the ball. So you got the next ten plays you script coming out of the half. You have to take that into account. And you have to give him something easy. Look, go to your first read, second, check down right here. He'll be waiting for you. Like, you have to do that. It can't be the two sacks, he's holding the ball. Looking down, looking down, spin around, sack. You got to get the ball out of this young man's hand because he's so used to making the huge play down the field that he's waiting for it. You cannot wait for it in this game against this defense. Do not play hero. That is what Andy Reid's got to say. Do not play hero. All right, so we're at the two-minute warning of the first half. It has been all New England in this game, but again, they're only up 7 to nothing. We continue our coverage of this AFC Championship game. The winner getting ready for the Rams. Look at John Ramos. He's got his Ram cap. Wanted to become a Ram fan? He's always been a Ram fan. John Ramos, how long have you been a Ram fan? Are you a Johnny come lately, or do you go back to the pre-St. Louis days? 1969, Steve. 1969. Birth year. That's my Rams fan right there. He has been a lifer. All right, we continue our coverage coming up next. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Oh, now you're playing my stuff, John Ramos. There you go. Yeah. Steve Arbany from Salam. I want to thank John Ramos, Mr. Lifelong Ram fan. Living his dream today. Took over for Bobo. Bobo was happy. Gas gone today. Nice. Think about the days he'll be doing lead broadcasting for the Super Bowl. Just where we're at, Super Bowl 53. I guarantee you, you'll be the lead guy before it hits triple digits. How's that? <laughs> Eric, thanks for producing today, man. We had a lot what of a fun day. today. Unbelievable day. I mean, we got one game of the books. Now, this this is when when you work with someone like Ephraim Salah, okay? Been there, done that, seen that, everything. So we, we sit here, there's like a mi- little over a minute to go, minute 11 to go, and New England's just running the clock out, all right? And it's third and four, and Kansas City calls timeout, thinking, hey, we stop him here, we get the ball back. And Ephraim Salam says, they're going to pay for that decision. So what do they do? New England, a little swing pass, he got a first down to James White. They run the exact same play, and he goes for like 40 yards. So now, New England has the ball with a minute 13 to go, and they are, where are they right now? They're, let's see, where is the ball right now? Do I have a ball? 41 seconds left. All right, so we they're got 41 seconds left. And probably on the 30, what? What is it, the 35-yard line? All right, here we go. Let me find out. They're at the 38-yard line of Kansas City, and with 41 seconds to go, and with Tom Brady uh, having his hands on the ball, this is where he's at the best. How about a running play behind Gronk? Another 10-yard play. Oh, they're brilliant. 
There he is, James White. Is it just the name that it's such a, you know, it's like, you know, James White. I mean, it's like, you know, sort of a nondescript name that we overlook a guy that, what, he had 14 catches in a Super Bowl game, 15 receptions last week in the week against the Chargers. He does a lot of things. All right, 33 seconds left. New England still has another timeout. They just used one there. They have a second and one. And uh, you know this game well, Ephraim. You've I seen do it. know this game well. You know well. And you know well, yeah. I, I know when you do something mm. that New England doesn't agree with, mm-hmm. like they're like, hey, look, we'll go in 7 nothing. Sure. Whatever, whatever. We just want to run the ball, get out of here. Yeah. And you try to stop their agenda, then they're going to make fake, you pay for pump it. Pump fake, here we go. Touchdown. Touchdown, Touchdown New England. Oh, the door set. Oh, my. So now instead of going into halftime 7-0, oh. down seven points, ah. you're going down 14 points. Unreal. Way to go, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, Mr. Big Game Coach. So they get burned. Ephraim Salah, you are just – what other – Things you have today, you're on fire with this one. <laughs> you're on fire with that. I mean, he literally said. I mean, they were at, still at their own like twenty something yard line, third and four. It's going to make them pay. Ooh, extra point sneaks in barely. Guskowski's had problem with those. Anyway, fourteen nothing New England now. Twenty seven seconds to go. First half stats, total yards. New England two hundred and forty five. Kansas City forty seven. First downs, New England 16, Kansas City 3. Time of possession, 20 minutes and change for uh, New England, eight and a half minutes for Kansas City. So now the score reflecting the domination of the New England Patriots. It's embarrassing. You're at home. Yeah. You don't show up. Mm Mm-hmm. You can barely get first downs. Right. You're making poor coaching decisions. It's embarrassing. I know they won at home last week, but Kansas City's home playoff record over the years is bad. And it could get a lot worse with this one. All right, so as we uh, come down the stretch for us, by the way, this is this is hard money, folks, having to sit here through that forgettable NFC championship game <laughs> and what we've seen so far in the first half. Do you see a Kansas City comeback of here. Of course, they have the weapons. They will get the ball first in the second half. I mean, they do it. They have all the talent in the world to do it. It's just can they get it together? All right, uh, New England kicked off. Again, the half is not over yet. There's 21 seconds to go. Are you going to take any chances down the field here? You might as well. He ain't got nothing else to do. Tom Brady's good, man. Tom Brady's good. That guy's good. Yeah, he's good. So uh, they are showing stats over the last two games. Remember, they were leading 35-7 to at halftime against the Chargers. Total yards in the first two halves of these playoff games. New England 592, their opponents 175. I guess that would be saying that they're ready to play. Yes, they are. And they're proving it. Yeah, we're, we're not. there's no feeling out period. All right, so Mahomes. Oh, there's a fumble! Mahomes got stripped of the ball, but fortunately was able to fall on it. Goof balls. Wow. I mean, it's going from bad to worse. All right, the Rams are home. Who will join them? We'll find out.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN. 